1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Over at NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. We are going to get to talk to Trillia Newville right now. If you haven't heard of her, she is a Moody Publishers author. She's authored several books including 52 Weeks in the Word, A Great Cloud of Witnesses, Sacred Endurance, If God is for Us, Fear and Faith, and Children's Books, and that she's married to her best friend, Thern, and they reside with their two kids in Nashville. We're going to talk today about 52 Weeks in the Word, uh, which is going to be a podcast for the new year, and we're just excited to dive into this. So good morning to you, Trillia. Good morning. So, Trillia, I do have just a, a couple of questions for you as we get into this, because as followers of Christ, we know that reading the Word of God truly is life-changing, but there was a study from LifeWay Resources that says that Americans are fond of the Bible, but they don't really read it. So what do you think? Why do you think that is? Yeah, so it's, it's an interesting thing. I imagine that most homes have at least one Bible, hmm. and I think one of the reasons is is that we we've been taught that um christianity is a good thing but it's not something that all the time we're submitted to so we're not submitted our submitting our lives to jesus and so if that's the case we're not going to run to the bible we're not going to open the word to learn about him um we we've also been taught a lot in church so we go on sundays and and what i call a we can be uh, culturally good, but spiritually dead. So mm-hmm. we go to church every Sunday. It's a cultural habit, but it's not something that's lived out throughout the week. And if that's the case, we might be taught the Word, but we're not, again, running and learning about God ourselves. Another thing, and I think this is going to probably resonate with most of us, is that we're busy. Mm-hmm. And so the busyness of life sucks out the, the time that we we might have to um, spend time with the Lord. And so 52 Weeks in the Word, it's a companion, it's a book, and companion to reading through the Bible in a year helps us um, have a tool so that we can run to the Bible and know God and know the God of the Bible. And so, so yeah, I think those are some of the reasons why um, apathy, but culture, and then also just busyness. Mm. Wow. Some of those are just, you know, things we get caught up in and we don't even realize it. We're talking with Trillia yeah. Newbell, and uh, we're discussing getting into the Word of God, especially coming up in this new year, a great opportunity for us to kind of revamp ourselves. But you say there's a difference between just reading the Bible and studying the Bible. What are the benefits of doing both, and what is the difference? 
Oh, I love this question. Well, there, the benefits of doing both are – it would take our whole conversation. <laughs> There's okay. so many benefits. But but to summarize, I, I believe reading you're, – you're reading to comprehend. So it's comprehension. Um, it's you're, – you're reading to understand basic context, to – to learn about the Lord, you're getting to know um, the story, but you're not necessarily going to dive deep when you're reading. To study, you're doing things like observing the text to understand the context, interpreting the text to um, understand deeper what each uh, line of the scripture means, and then you're going to apply the text. You can do that while you're reading, but Studying is concentrated time. Why do we need both? Well, in order for us to understand the context, you must read the scriptures. Oftentimes, we might fill in the blank of a, of a Bible study workbook, but we aren't getting the full picture if we're not reading. So, for example, I did a Bible study on Hebrews 11. If you read through all the Hall of Fame of Faith and you read through the names, it's easy to read the names but not fully understand what they went through, why they had that faith. And so you have to go back to the Old Testament and read about their stories in order to study and understand the context of Hebrews 11. Okay. You're hearing the voice of Trillia Newbell, and we're talking with her a little bit. We'll get into 52 Weeks in the Word here in just a little bit, and I can't wait to have you unpack that resource for us, Trillia. But I do want to ask one thing. If you've been in the Word so much, do you have a favorite book of the Bible? What is it and why? That is the that is such a hard question, because I really do— <laughs> I love I love Isaiah the, and and reading about and right now we're all probably reading and thinking of Isaiah as mm-hmm. we think about the the prophecy of Jesus and I really yeah. love the b- book of Hebrews um, and d- just all the glorious truth in that and Romans who doesn't love Romans the gospel mm-hmm. so saturated in the gospel and and um, and the book of John in of the gospels I I just I I love the focus and how it's it's it does. It starts out really in the beginning with um, Jesus in the beginning, and and not necessarily with his the story of him and his birth. I, I just find it fascinating. So those are some of my favorite books of the Bible. And sounds like there's even more. I think you just love the Bible, yeah. which is awesome. <laughs> It's great to be with you. This is 88.9 Moody Radio on Mornings with Tom and Tavi. We're speaking with Trillia Newbell. She has a new resource, new podcast coming out called 52 Weeks in the Word. And we're learning a little bit about the importance of studying Scripture. And uh, Trillia, it's great to have you with us on Mornings with Tom and Tavi. Great to be here. Thank you. So, Trillia, I am one of those people that endeavors to read through the Bible or read half the Bible every year, and I have not arrived yet. I have read through it in college. I did that in college, but since then I have not, (laughs) and I and I. I struggle, you know, with just the daily reading and keeping up. So what are some tips that you would give somebody like me to help me start and stick to it? Well, one thing that I hope encourages you and everyone else, because you are not alone, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, there. I think when we approach the Bible as a with a with a checklist, 
we are going to struggle not just to finish, but also we can struggle with condemnation. So I just want to encourage anyone, if you're starting, praise God, that is a good thing. Now to keep going, I do think that having a a, a tool or a habit or something to help you keep going, it helps. So something where you can um, you can keep up with the daily reading um, and knowing that if you if you stop, just start again. So so what happens often is that we stop, we feel defeated, and then we give up. Mm-hmm. But that's not the goal. The goal is to just know the Lord and enjoy Him. So if you start and then you stop. Just start again, (laughs) start wherever you left off, because that really is the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is that we get to know the Lord more and that we develop a muscle for Bible reading, but and not feel defeated. So I hope that encourages anyone who's stopped and started. But one other tool um, is you can put it in your calendar. And I know that sounds so wild for some people, but we put everything in our calendar and the yeah, and so why not? Why not put Bible reading in your schedule, in your calendar, like you would um, lunch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's because we need it. We need the Word. We need to know Him. So I think there's some real practical things you can do. And of course, that's the goal of 52 Weeks in the Word, the book that I wrote. It's to help build that habit so that if if you get off and you don't keep going, you can then pick up and start again. That's wonderful. You're hearing the voice of Trillia Newbell, and we're talking about her new resource called 52 Weeks in the Word. And you talked about, you know, like developing some muscles with this, Trillia, and Mm. building habits for reading the Word daily. But you call yourself our Bible study accountability partner in this resource, and you consider the book a companion to Bible reading. I'm so glad that it's not like kind of a legalist, you must do this. There's a lot of grace here. And tell us a little bit more about the book and how maybe a reader could use that as they're studying here in this next year. Yeah. So the book is laid out. It gives you a Bible reading plan so you can read straight through the scripture. So Genesis to Revelation. And there's a lot of reasons why I did that. But one is that it builds in some flexibility. So the book is laid out every day. I give you a reading prompt and some places to write. And then I I want you to be an active reader. So I give you some questions to think through as you're reading. Then you have 52 reflections where you can pause and read some reflections from me about whatever you're reading that week. There's also a rest day built in so that you can catch up Hmm. on that reading if you get behind, or you can study and go deeper on something that you read. Throughout the book, there are no dates. And that is also intentional, really for the reason that we just talked about. I want people to use the tool and then pick up again so you don't feel any guilt if you miss a day. The goal is that you read through the Bible. Um, Another thing that I think is kind of fun and unique is that because it's a read-through from Genesis to Revelation, if, say, you've read Leviticus, which is only one week, and you get through it and, and your brain needs some New Testament, you can then skip two weeks, I don't know, 46, and I'm a think, I, I believe you should be in the New Testament. And then you could go back after your brain has had some uh, New Testament refreshments <laughs> mm-hmm. and then start again. So there's some flexibility there. 
Okay. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I'm so glad that you said that because I've, I've made it, you know, I was just going to do the cover to cover and, and I'm so frustrated with Israel by the time I get to Ezra, I just stop and I need some, <laughs> some grace of the Lord Jesus Christ here to kind of cleanse me from all of that. So it's good that you can go bounce back and forth. And uh, if I could just ask you just personally one question about this, how about you? You've got a lot of grace built into this. What has your Bible reading been like throughout the years? Yeah, so I I go back and forth in the way that I um, engage in the scriptures, but most of the time, what I do is I'm an early morning riser, and that's one of the first things I do in the morning. So it's coffee and Bible. <laughs> so I am reading the scriptures in the morning, and I typically do. I like to read. Um, either through the scriptures or read a book at a time. I'm not one to like to jump from verse to verse. So if I'm in Isaiah, I'm not likely going to then on the same day go to John. (laughs) So I like to read just whatever that book is and complete it. Sometimes I will pause and I might just study a book and I, but usually what I do is I get up in the morning and I I read the word. Sometimes if I miss a day or if I'm really busy and, and something happened or if I'm traveling, I might listen to the Bible on a walk or do something like that as well. So, so I have, yes, I, the grace that I'm trying to extend in 52 weeks in the word is the grace that I try to extend to myself as I'm engaging in God's word. But the goal and my desire is that I'm I'm reading, and that's what I do. I try to get in the Word every day. Wow, thank you so much. You're hearing the voice of Trillia Newbell as we're learning about her resource called 52 Weeks in the Year, or in and, the Word, actually. Yeah, there are 52, yeah, the, yeah, 54 yeah, weeks so in the like, year. It goes hand so. in hand, really, 52 <laughs> weeks in the year. It in does, the Word, it, it kind of works. <laughs> Great to be with you. This is Mornings with Tom and Toby. We're in a conversation with Trillia Newbell, who's walking us through this new resource she has for us called 52 Weeks in the Word. Yeah, it's also a podcast that you can download wherever you download podcasts, and you can find it through the Moody Radio app, of course. And Trillia, I know when I have read through the Bible in the past, in the distant past, I came across some things in Scripture that were surprising, sometimes even shocking, puzzling. And I'm wondering, what's the book that surprised you the most? Yeah, I first of all, I every time I go to the Word, I find out something new and kind of surprising. But it's interesting. I think Obadiah huh. <laughs> sounds so bizarre. I know, it's this minor prophet, what? But I don't think I fully understood how much the Bible connects to each other until I read that book, because you really need to understand Genesis to understand what's going on in it. And it, I, I, cause I read it and I was like, wait, wait, who, who are we talking about right now? And the, all the names. And then, um, and then I realized, Oh, this is about a relationship between Jacob and Esau. And, and so it was a really interesting, um, historical book Mm -hmm. that I didn't quite get until I started to read and realize I didn't understand it. And I had to dig a little deeper to figure out, oh, this is the context. So I think a lot of those minor prophets and, um, but Obadiah in particular are a bit surprising because you, 
you really need to have read Genesis. Genesis, if you read Genesis, you will get the rest of the scriptures. You And that, to me, I think was a bit surprising because I often just think Genesis is kind of a story at the beginning and a lot of drama. But it really sets the foundation for the whole Bible. Okay, you're yeah. hearing the voice of Trillia Newbell. And Trillia, as we are wrapping up our time with you, say somebody has heard this and they're interested in really getting involved in studying the Word of God cover to cover, reading it through in a year, what would your encouragement be to them? Just get started. Open, open the Bible and, um, and, and trust Him that He is going to speak to you through it. And so that, that's my only encouragement, just to, to approach it with wonder and curiosity and, um, and, and to know that it's not, we don't earn God's favor because we read the scriptures. We learn more about this God that we are going to learn about for eternity. So my encouragement is just to open the word, open it. 